Welcome to a new episode of Medu Ayn Seedler's Improvisations on Growth podcast series. My name is Adina Ahiri, Medu's discussion companion, inviting you to join us on a new episode of COVID-19 Crisis Log. The drastic quarantine measures have created an intense sense of uncertainty, forcing us to take things day by day. Can we even consider long-term planning at this point? Is this something we should welcome? when the virus has made us face our own mortality for weeks in a row. What if once we recognize that making a plan is futile right now, we will also make room for other shifts in our lives? Follow us on this journey and reflect with us. But you see, I still think that's something. When you start to reflect at your next 20 years, I still think that's a little bit of a what I was saying with planning, maybe not from the professional business standpoint, but from like the personal level. And what I was trying to, what I was thinking of when you were talking about the day by day, what I feel like it's doing this day by day, it's also making us a little more like maybe too aware, not only of how unpredictable things are, but of our own death. Because we, all, we, we do use the words, like even before the coronavirus, you never know what's going to happen. You can get, get hit by a bus tomorrow. We got to live day by day. But at the same time, we still go with our planning and our whatever, thinking ahead, because we want to do that as well. But what, this, what the, the crisis has done daily is has really put us in this scenario of, confronting the, the, the possibility of our deaths at a greater scale. That's, how I, that's what I personally feel. Because living day by day, it literally means that you got to assume that tomorrow might not come. For how long can you live like that, though? Are we meant to live like that? It's nice to have a plan. It's nice to think of the next 20 years. And yet, here we are still in this, in this context of, hey, tomorrow might not come. How do we make peace with these? I'm hearing at least two questions. Yeah, I pro- that probably threw in more. I'm sorry. <laughs> how, how do we make peace with this? And how can we actually live like this? And... Like, for how can we live like this? I have to say that I find it comforting. And it's, it, it is like living on, in a two-story building. So there is this, on the one level, I'm doing this day by day, what is now, savoring the moment, because I don't know if this moment will come again in the next moment or tomorrow or whatever and being grateful for this moment like for over here the roses are really beautiful right now they're blooming and the the perfume is just (gasps) awe-inspiring to stop and to smell rose even if i'm in a hurry to go to to a client meeting and then on on the second level it's this of course, I'm planning ahead. So I, I do have client meetings next week. I had 
planning meeting this week, so I'm I I am filling my 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 calendar, but it has lost this the need this drive, and I don't mean the I don't mean drive in a positive way, but this urge that I need to be somewhere else than I'm today, and I think this is why you often crave for plans or for for targets and goals because we're kind of okay once my target is realizing itself establishing itself once i have reached this goal then things will be better than today and i think this might not happen and i think that it's exactly this is falling away because all what we have is today and we cannot ex escape into a made-up future. So once I've reached my quarterly results, then I'll be happy, then I can feel successful or whatever. My, my stocks will go up again. That kind of security, fake security anyways, I think Corona has partly taken away. And for those who are able to realize that and, and also to to face what it does with us because it, it's scary because we need to face our momentarily reality, our moment. The here and now. Well, yeah, we have to face the here and now and realize this is it. This is my here and now. And it might not change tomorrow because so if I think that the chance is that it refocuses us to the here and now and this fantasy of the next goal potentially falls away. But in the here and now, this creates hopefully the sense of security because this is what I can appreciate in the here and now. I mean, you live in a nice house and you sit in a nice sofa and it's comfortable and we can have a good discussion. So this is what's important now and we can savor this moment and we can be grateful for because we don't know what's going to happen next week. For me, to a certain extent, even this has, uh, has become tiring. Like, I want to smell the rose but I don't want to have in the back of my head all the time, oh my gosh, I need to be grateful because I can smell this rose. And this is where I want it to be like a natural occurring thing, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. yes, I'm enjoying my coffee, but I'm a little over like, oh my gosh, I got to remember to be grateful for enjoying my coffee. Does that, okay. does that it's, 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 even this for me is becoming a little like, okay, I get it. We have our health. We didn't die. <laughs> and that's what I meant with that limbo that I was saying in the beginning. It's like, what else can, can it be out there? <laughs> well, I find it really interesting. So, so, so what I'm hearing is that the gratitude is almost like a to-do that you have to do. And, and that wasn't necessarily happening for me before. I'm the kind of person... Six, seven years ago, five years ago, I've always stopped to smell a rose without necessarily thinking of what I'm doing, only because 
Like you're saying, they smell nice, they're pretty, I love roses. And now all of a sudden, everybody's about like, well, we, we got to notice these things. We got to pay attention for them. And this in itself, it's becoming like a task. I'm like, for me, this should already have happened. I think this is what I'm trying to say. This should have already been with us. And what I'm hearing in, with the should is yet another goal. Yes. Let's let's be grateful for the here and now. We got to be like this. We got to... It's like... It's not... It's almost like we're not allowing ourselves. You know what? If I feel blah, let me feel blah. Okay. So then my question to you would be, how can it be okay for you to feel blah? What's the part that is not okay with it? What's the part that wants something else? It's, it's the other part of my, myself that wants to feel secure and have a future and plan. And this is where I think that's why I was asking earlier of like making oh. peace with it. Hold on. So a plan makes you feel secure about the future. Is that right? Yeah, I, I think I am that kind of person. I want to have in big lines knowing what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do with my life, where I'm going to be, certain things that I want to like happen for myself, not professionally, but like on all levels. I want to feel like that's a possibility. And with everything happening, it's almost like it's almost like it's taking away those possibilities. Like you cannot is. you cannot even think of these possibilities anymore. You gotta just yeah. go all dark and think of nothing. And I feel this is where it comes in contradiction with human nature, not just for myself maybe, but in general. Maybe this is where the grieving comes in. Because to realize and to grieve and to be to deny it and then to be angry about it and to fight against it, that there is no plan and that you cannot come up with a plan. And then there's anger about this, not being able to plan your life. And rightfully so, there's anger and then there's resistance. But I want to plan my life. I want to know what I'm doing with my life. And to feel all those feelings and, and to make room for the anger, for the resistance, for the frustration. And I think that a lot of people are in a similar state. And, and I know for myself, I'm in this state. And, you know, at the beginning of this year, my business perspectives were just brilliant. It was going to be the best year of our 19 years uh, being in the business and and now it's uh, wow uh, let's see what's happening and in addition to that what has happened also on a private base is that my dad uh, got really ill and and he was diagnosed with cancer like in the final stage and this is so a pillar of my life probably is not living until the end of this year. And then it is okay. What I have are the moments that I have with him now. And then we all know that we are going to die, but we kind of live as if that, that would just not 
happen to us, but just happens to the others. But now with this standing right in our living room, there is no way to plan for this. This is what I meant at the beginning, or somewhere in the middle, this is what I meant with, let this change me, because death is so huge. But also the death of plans and the ability to have a perspective and to think about the future, that, that's some sort of death also. Thank you for listening. I trust that our discussions have opened up new possibilities to evaluate our current normal and have brought comfort understanding that the here and now serves us better than the long-term planning. Once we let go of past events that have a strong hold on us, we can make space for exciting new possibilities. If you have recognized this and have comments or questions for Medu, I encourage you to email her at medu at inseedler.at or leave your feedback on her social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Don't stop exploring and don't miss our next episode.